Hi everyone, welcome to Welcome to the Gun Show. I am Cornet and I'm joined by Tarek and Garrett. This is our short segment show, the Q&A show, made up of questions submitted by our audience. This show is proudly sponsored by DVC Technologies, maker of, amongst other things, the Glock Cube Dry Fire Aid, the inertial squib hammer for clearing squibs on your guns, and the perfect lubricant for your firearms. Available at dvctech.co.za. Let's get into the Q&A. This one's from Bjorn. Um, are w, uh, WMLs the panacea for low-light shooting in defensive encounters for civilians, uh, considering that for an attack to occur, the attacker will need to have sufficient ambient light to see? Um, lastly, do all the lumens matter? Example, 600 lumens versus, uh, versus 1,500 lumens. Uh, the question directly relates to the size of the WML. So, so <laughs> light is always a useful thing to have. Um, you know, if, if you have a light, you have the option of using it or not using it. If you don't have a light, you don't have the option of using it. Uh, the argument about them needing enough light, and I get that, and, and you know, if we look at sort of Tom Givens' student shootings, uh, as far as I can recall, none of them have ever needed any sort of light, either weapon-mounted or handheld. Um, I think there, there are definitely times where that, that could be a, a value um, because... Your, your, your attacker has a lower standard of care, basically. He, he doesn't have to positively identify you. He doesn't have to positively identify who's around you. Um, so he doesn't, he doesn't really give a shit um, if he makes a mistake and shoots someone else. Um, that's, that's not a, a challenge for him. Whereas for you, that's a priority. So it, it is a useful thing to have. I'm going to, I'm going to be honest. I don't carry a gun with a weapon-mounted light. I just, it's too much bulk for me, and I've, I've made the decision that, uh, you know, if I need a light, I've got a handheld. But the, the bulk of a weapon-mounted light just doesn't make sense for me for a gun that I carry all the time. Uh, it is a useful thing to have if you can carry one all the time. More power to you. And while you may never need it, you may never need your gun either. But it's a nice thing to have. Uh, I really, really like them for home defense. Um, and as to the, the light thing, all the lumens, and as if not more importantly, all the candela. Uh, it's not just how bright it is, it's how focused that brightness is. I, there's different schools of thought. Some people are sort of of the opinion that the, that the sort of 200 lumen mini lights are, are almost worthless. I don't, think I don't think they're almost worthless. I think there are a lot of situations where they're better than no light. Um, but they're not going to do as good a job as a, as a 1200 lumen light. They're not going to cut through photonic barriers as well. Um, so they're, they're going to have the issue of not being able to, uh, able to overwhelm any light that he's got or any other light that's around you. Uh, so for me, and, and this is a personal thing, the, the lights I have are Surefire X300Us, um, so I don't, carry them, I don't carry them on the gun as a matter of course. Uh, <laughs> But I've got a big bright light with a lot of candela, so that as a home defense sort of situation, I've got I've got those light advantages, and then I I, I like to carry lights with with lots of lumens and lots of candela as well. Uh, if if I was more likely to carry an XC1 or a, something you know something along those lines, it's two or three hundred lumens and a lot more compact. If I could, if my carry gun supported that, or my carry method and holsters I preferred supported that, I'd rather have that than no light. Um, but, but more light is good. So just, um, I, I also don't carry a, a, a weapon mounted light with me every day. I, I carry a torch in my pocket for that purpose. I will sometimes carry a WML, but 
there's no real logic behind it. It's just I'm carrying a bigger gun because I'm being silly. And as a result, I can run a, a WML. Um, but that said, um, the idea that your attacker needs sufficient ambient light to attack you uh, and the idea that that translates into you have sufficient ambient light to see him is not true. Um, not just because what, what Terry said, where he has a, a lower uh, standard of what he needs to do in terms of PID before he attacks, um, but also if you're outside at night under a street lamp, uh, if I'm hiding in the bushes, I can see you perfectly clearly uh, and you're, you're good prey, but you won't be able to see me because I'm completely obscured by, by darkness while you are standing in a light puddle. Um, so in those instances, WMLs are, are, or, or handheld torches are invaluable. Um, but I don't think it necessarily has to be mounted to your gun. Um, just have a light, whether it's on your gun or not, have a light. Um, and, and to be honest, I'm, I'm, I'm quite firmly of the opinion that if you're only going to have one light, it shouldn't be attached to your shouldn't gun. shouldn't be. A, yep. uh, you know, if, if you've got a, a pocket-mounted light, you can be walking to your car, you know, once upon a time when we were allowed to leave the house after dark. Um, but you could be walking to your car and you can have that torch in your hand. Uh, you can have that light available, whereas with a WML, you don't have that option. You know, with a handheld light, someone starts approaching you and you bang them in the eyes with the, the, the light and they weren't doing anything. Well, you were a bit of a dick who shined a bright light in someone's eyes, but you haven't pointed a gun at a dude. So, you know, it, it gives you a lot of versatility. I use my torch all the time because I'm getting old and my eyes are getting funny on me and I'm too egotistical to get glasses yet. Um, so... I, you know, this it's a useful thing to have. You can't pull out a gun with a with a light on it every time you need illumination. So, both is is obviously better. Um, but I think if you're only going to have one, I'd rather have 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 the handheld. Um, yes, there's all this stuff about you can search with a with a weapon mounted light and not pointed at people. That is a possibility. Uh, but there's a lot of things you need a torch for. We're pulling a gun out. Is is sort of not recommended yep just when you're searching for things that actually might need to be shot searching with a wml is not a bad idea but when you're searching for your car keys in a shopping mall parking lot at night because you drop them you can search with your wml highly 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 advised you don't <laughs> and welcome to the gun show does not support that sort of action at all so i think i think a, a mistake a lot of people seem to make with with sort of the low light topic is people have this perception of, of light being binary. They, they either visualize standing in the African sun at one o'clock in the afternoon or something, you know, blacker than my heart uh, and, and, and no concept of in-between. Now, as a rule, we, we are sometimes outside in the middle of the African sun, but as a rule, we're very, really out and about in complete and utter blackness. Uh, you know, especially if you live in the, in the city or the suburbs, there's, there's street lights when we don't have load shedding. There's house lights. There's you know there's car lights coming past, and all of those things serve to take away from the potency of your light. And people don't realize that. So that that sort of sixty lumen light that when you switch all the the lights off and it's complete darkness lights up really nicely. All of a sudden, when you're trying to see what's behind that street light, is useless. Uh, and it's those situations where the more power your light has the more useful it is. Uh, yeah, it, 
there's there's all sorts of bullshit about how you're going to blind yourself with a bright light. No, no, you're not. You may dazzle yourself briefly if you don't know how to use it, but you may dazzle yourself briefly with a 60 lumen light as well. Um, but with the bright light, it you can overpower other light sources, um, but only light sources that are, are not as bright. This one is from Guy Donald. Uh, his question relates Guy. to red dots. <laughs> his question relates to red dots on pistols, uh, specifically for IPSC. Um, he wants to know if it's better buying a dot-ready gun or, or an optics-ready gun or to have it mulled. Uh, it looks like the uh, mull slides give you a better uh, dot over bore because they sit lower and there's no plate. Uh, but with milling, the slide limits you to using one optic or one type of optic or sometimes a couple of different brands where they have a common footprint, but that's that's far less common. Um, so his question is... Uh, Mold slides or, or factory optics ready slides and why? Specifically for competition though. Um. I think he's hit the nail on the head basically. Um, those are, are kind of the differences. I, I think the the difference in height between a, a, a factory optics gun and a mold gun is dramatically overblown. Um, it's not, you know, like a dovetail mount puts that, that dot really, really high. Um, the difference between having an MOS gun and a mold gun Depending on who milled it, sometimes the milled gun is not even as low as the MOS gun, despite what the internet will tell you. Uh, you know, a lot of the guys here are not going to chance cutting your gun as deep as the guys in the States are, because if something goes wrong, they're, they're in an uncomfortable position. Um, so I think that, that that difference is overblown. Theoretically, the milled gun is going to have some durability advantages if it's done properly. Uh, and, and that's a big part of it, and, and they're not always done properly. Um, but it it's could theoretically have some durability advantages if it's done properly. That said, I have a lot of rounds on a lot of MOS guns, and I've seen a lot of rounds on a lot of MOS guns, and I have no reason to believe it's going to be different on a CZ Optic Ready or a Core or anything. If you mount them properly, um, and that's where people make the mistake because they don't read the instruction or they don't um, think about how to do it and they don't understand what Loctite is or that hand tighten doesn't mean stand on the, the Allen key. Um, if those are mounted properly and, and allowed to set, I've seen them give no shit in tens of thousands of rounds. Um, yeah, with, 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 a, with a plate system, you've generally you've got the option of, of changing dots when the new hotness comes. Uh, and it happens. You know, guys, are they get a gun cut because this optic looks like it's going to be the greatest thing ever. And it turns out to have some sort of flaw you didn't know about. The battery like life's a problem. Battery life. Fails. <laughs> uh, or, or, or something like that. And now you're stuck with it. You know, there's 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 not a lot of there's not a lot of optics that share footprints. There are some, but there's a good chance that if you've cut it, especially when when I've had guys and I had someone this week asking me about cutting their slide for some sort of off-brand stupid optic. Um, they got to hear me say no in a lot of different languages. Um, if, if you're going to do that, you, you need to jump in hard. And to be honest, I'd probably then be buying three of that optic. Uh, and you best hope that they're good. So if you're going to do that, make sure that it's for a really proven sort of um, optical system. Uh, I'd, I'd try and have spares. But I think there's a, there's a lot of guys overblowing the difference between the two. And I don't think it's it, it's all that, to be honest. Yeah, just something very much. I'm sorry, guys. Go ahead. No, no. I was just going to say, essentially, if you if you're looking at a new gun specifically for optics in your sport, 
then it would be better to get the optics ready system, whether it's an MOS core or the CZ optics ready. If you've got a gun that you want to run in optics now and you're not going to be buying another gun specifically for optics, then you can mill it. But be aware of what you're milling it for. What guys, what guys often forget with the milling option is you've now, A, you've obviously destroyed whatever warranty your gun has. Um, and they often forget that you're now going to need to to refinish it or, or there's there's other things added. So if it's a cost thing, factor that in because if someone's doing a good job, they're probably not super cheap. Um, and I'll put a plug in here and I'm not paid for it, but uh, if, and I've done this with my own money, if you're going to get someone to mill your gun, uh, MRST are the guys who've milled my own guns and, and who will continue to mill my guns despite whether they want to or not. Um, but yeah, if you if you cut it, ideally you're going to need to factor in refinishing at that, and yeah, make sure it's for an optic that you can live with for for the rest of the time you're going to use that gun. Perfect. I think that covers all of it. Um, done. Thank you very much for joining us for this episode of the Q and A show. We really appreciate you taking the time to listen to us. Don't forget to visit dvctech.co.za and have a look at their amazing products. They are the proud sponsor of this show. We hope to see you soon. Remember, every Monday at 9 a.m., we are releasing a new show. See you then. Thank you.